I'm Stina. I'm Danielle. We want to focus on uh, television and movies in particular. Yes. Disclaimer that we are in no way film experts. A deep, like, dive. Be quiet. Whoa. I'm yelling. Back me up on this one. (laughs) Hey, you're listening to Two Girls Watch TV. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Girls Watch TV. I'm Danielle. And I'm Stina. I listened to our last episode. I'm trying to talk a little softer now because I listened to our last episode and I was like, wow, my voice is booming. There's there's never any, there's never like... A middle ground. It's either and, and you're it, really far away or you're screaming. It's, uh, so there's this, okay. So here's the thing, right? And people are probably like, well, maybe you should record in the same room. Well, friends, we tried that. <laughs> And that didn't work either. No, we're still incredibly loud. There was a time where I was on top of the mic. The mic was in my mouth. You were on the other side of the room. And it sounded like I was a thousand miles away. What can I say? I just know how to project my voice. I don't know. but, but And now I sound really loud. So I don't. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I will tell you there's also something else that I noticed in in previous episodes. I got a, I got a couple of things here. One, we're going to talk about Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets today. So, I have a quick fixes because we had talked about it after we recorded um Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone was that we forgot to talk about the um the wand the wand Harry Potter's wand yeah. and Voldemort's wand. Oh, how they're they're both the this phoenix gave another feather. That's right. Phoenix feather, they share, it's like just in their two wands. We forgot to talk about that parallelism. So there's parallelism there. Did I not bring that up? You, know we didn't talk about it on the podcast and then you texted me immediately afterwards and you were like, we forgot to bring this up. Oh. So I remembered and now we're here. Good for you. Because I didn't remember. Thank you. I also need your help with something. Okay. I broke a habit a really long time ago, and it's some for some reason it's slowly starting to come back. Oh no! And I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really sure why. And I notice it on the podcast, and now I notice it when I'm teaching too. I got rid of um for my vocabulary. Oh, and now it's back. And now I use it as a crutch, mm. so it's not. It's not in a way where, I'm trying not to say it. It's yeah. not in a way where I say it between words, like how people say the word like. It's not yeah. like this, it's not like that. I say it to start speaking, mm. and I hate that. Because a very, very, very long time ago, I used to work with somebody who would say um to get my attention, and it used to drive me bananas. I hated it. I'd hear um, and it was like, that was my nickname, basically. Mm. So I have this 11% beer. It's a Christmas beer, so don't judge me because I know we're not in Christmas season yet. You know what? Uh, I've seen so many Christmas trees up already. It is what it is. You will not see one here. You will not see see one in my apartment either. Nope. So this is a holiday ale brewed with cherries and honey. It's very good. I've had it before. It's called Mad Elf. 
the Mad Elf. Steve got them for me. I bought more of them. They're really good. I think I've tried um, some of that. I'm sorry. Did you finish your thought before about you saying um? So you're not allowed to say um. I will call you I just, out. So how I just said it and took a drink. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to take a sip and you're going to call me out every time I say um. Starting now. Starting now. Now. I will break this habit on this podcast. Mark my words. Okay. Or I'll get drunk trying. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Great uh, podcast content material here. I have two more in the fridge. <laughs> Listen, I got three bottles of wine in this house. What habit am I breaking? Let's go. Uh, uh, no, that was uh. That was different. <laughs> That was different. That was different. That was different. No, that was what? more. That was you trying you to figure. Say, yeah. When you say yeah, when you that was the one that you wanted to watch out for. When you would go, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was the one. So okay. we'll just we'll just do this. Okay. <laughs> um, speaking of Christmas trees, I just said yeah, um. You said. <laughs> uh, speak. God. Speaking of Christmas trees, now now I'm just gonna be too hyper focused on what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> it's fucked up. I'm drinking for um. You're drinking for yeah. That one deserved a drink. Okay. Speaking of Christmas trees, I just had a conversation with my photographer about. <laughs> they said have a December wedding. It would be great. Um. So Nick is getting ready here at my apartment. So I had a conversation with my photographer about if I can put my Christmas tree up and where I can place it in my apartment so it doesn't block the natural light of for her. That's fantastic. Yeah. But you want it in pictures, right? What? You want the Christmas tree in pictures, right? Ideally, yes, but I would have delayed it so that it's not blocking like the big window that I have in my apartment. But... Can you please get a picture of all of the guys putting an ornament on the tree <laughs> at the same time? And then, and then Nicholas gets to put the star on the tree. <laughs> please, 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 <laughs> please. Yes, we can do that. Okay, that's great. It's so funny. Oh my gosh, yes, we can absolutely do that. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Oh that's the Christmas card. There we go. Not, not even have me in it. Who cares it about me? It's order. all the boys. It could be a. It could be a. Um, shit. This is going to be an episode. Oh, it can be a small portrait of you in the corner, but the main picture is the boys decorating the tree. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that is so ludicrous. But yes, we can absolutely do that. This is what happens with my brain. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, so, I need to know, and I said, um, and I'm going to drink. Uh, I need to know, and I said, uh, again, I need to know, did you and Dave watch this together? And at what time? We did. We watched it last night. Okay. And what did Dave think of it? Uh, Dave, <laughs> I caught myself. I caught myself. <laughs> no, he's a fan of the movies. He, okay. but he keeps, he's like, I said, these two were supposed to end up together. Did you know that? Right. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, Harry and Hermione, they were supposed to end up together. And he's like, you keep forgetting that I don't remember anything. I told you to pretend like I never watched this movie before. And I was like, oh, shit. But then we'll watch something and he'll go, 
oh yeah, this is going to happen. Which one is pick a side? Yeah. Pick one. So I know what to do. I don't know what to do anymore. I also watched this with Nicholas who has watched this. Countless. 25,000 times minimum. And I will kind of steal this from you, but did you watch this on HBO Max or did you watch this on Peacock? Max. I don't know why that, that he weirdly like broke up. So it came out as Max. <laughs> Max. <laughs> Max. <laughs> that is literally what. Leave it in. Listen, if we left in the McCain joke, we're leaving that in. Leave it in. So Peacock has the extended version on there because they have an extended version of the Harry Potters streaming right now with deleted scenes. I didn't know that either until we started watching it. And Nick and I are like, this is a scene we've never seen before. And Nick, no joke, turns and looks at me and goes, I think I may have to do a rewatch on Peacock. He literally just rewatched all these movies last month but now because the extended versions are on peacock he needs to go back and watch them all to see the extras actually yeah so sometimes i wonder is he ravenclaw or gryffindor and i think that he's a ravenclaw has he taken the test Yes, he wishes he was Slytherin. He wishes. But I feel Why? like he's probably a Ravenclaw. Why does he wish why does anyone wish they were Slytherin? Oh, he he loves the idea of being a Slytherin. Mm-mm. Yeah. What's that? Um shit. Hold on. <laughs> we're gonna be here all night. Yeah, we might be. I was going to, it was a piece of pop culture that I forgot, but we can just talk about our houses. Okay. So I went back to do the test again and it was like, nope, you already did it. And I am officially a Hufflepuff. So Hufflepuff, known for their kind and selfless nature, possessing a strong moral compass and rarely strength the dark side. See, it's interesting because when I first took it, I was a Hufflepuff and that all of that made sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being a Hufflepuff. There's not. They're just like the stoners of Hogwarts. Hufflepuff gets a bad rep and I don't appreciate it because you know what? Cedric Diggory, our, our best guy went into the Goblet of Fire and we're about to... Or went to the tri? No, is it the Tribe Wizard tournament? Is that what it is? In Goblet of Fire? Wasn't the? Was it? That's what it's called, the Tribe Wizard tournament, because it's between the three schools. Okay. Three? Why only three? Why not four? It's three, and so we're skipping ahead to HP four, but it is three schools. It's Hogwarts the French school and the Bulgarian school. And then somehow Harry Potter's name winds up in the Goblet of Fire and he competes as the fourth person. That's right. Yes. Anyway, our best boy, Cedric Diggory. Best boy. Um, I don't. And now I'm saying, um, uh, the last time I took the test, I was 
Ravenclaw. Okay. And so Ravenclaw is one of the four ho- houses of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft. But tell me what it's about. Why would you do this? The founder was, no, members of this house were cat- characterized by their wit, learning, and wisdom. Okay. The animal is blue and it's a, a raven. Oh, no, the Ravenclaw is a raven? Yeah. You had shocked. me shocked. What are you, a badger? Yes. We're a honey badger. Helga yeah. Hufflepuff, the honey badger. Come on. How does it feel to know that your mascot is literally hunted by, like, a dachshund? It seems odd that it would be a badger because I feel like badgers are, like, creepy and, like, mean. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I was just thinking that, like... They're, like, a, Hufflepuff is supposed to be... Dog hunts them and and kills them i mean have you ever seen a dachshund i completely believe that they could take down a badger yeah well they're known to be badger hunters yeah i don't see where are their badgers i need to know you know what's a creepy thing to look up because okay a little insight into danielle's brain sometimes i look up very weird things i was a child raised on animal planet i and i find wildlife fascinating so wolverines are the most disgusting animals and it is wild to think that we walk the same planet as them wolverines wolverines look up a wolverine right now it would uh what is it it is a weird hybrid between it looks like a bear but in a dog form but also, like, a, a size of a dog, but also, like, I don't even know. I don't even know what a wolverine is. I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like a badger XL. It is the most terrifying thing. Wolverines are terrifying. Also, like, imagine coming across a wolverine in real life and being, and getting attacked by one. Oh, somebody already looked it up. Wolverines and badgers. I think they're related. They definitely are. Yeah, they look like cousins. Yeah. This is the best way I can describe that. They are. Well, maybe next movie we can talk about our Patronus. Okay. Yeah, uh, honey, yeah, badgers are basically wolverines, and they are they are terrifying creatures. Like, they're not coming up to you and being your best friend. They are ripping your arm off. That's not fun. No. Oh, I have to show you one thing. Okay. You got a Bulbasaur? I have a new friend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're going to get the whole collection. I have all three. I have, I have, uh, every time we go to Target. You, you get a new <laughs> Pokemon pillow? <laughs> That's why we don't go often, because now I have three. (laughs) Christina, we don't have a house. Then why did we come to this Target? (laughs) Never forget. It's a good line. It's a good line. Um, Now I'm saying, um, I'm going to say this the whole episode. That's my new catchphrase. Now I'm saying, um, uh, Jigglypuff is my favorite. I want have a sleeping jig. I know I saw it. I almost bought it because I'm definitely a jigglypuff, if anything. 
Oh, we're gonna we're gonna take Pokemon quizzes. I already know I'm a Jigglypuff. I sing and I sing and I get mad when no one listens, and then I draw all over the face. That's that's me to a T. Put them to sleep, get mad, draw. All of the sleeping Pokemon have their mouths like this, like they're all shut. Yeah. Jigglypuff's like this. Exactly. Just open a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. We need to get into the main crux of this because. Yeah, when we start to go into Pokemon, although I will say I felt very nostalgic holding my Pokemon pals watching Harry Potter. Ooh, yeah. And I think I was wearing a high school sweatshirt. So Love we that. were, yeah, we were vibe. It was a, it was a vibe. It was a vibe. Anyway. All right. So Harry Potter is on Max and apparently Peacock. If you want to watch the extended version. Wait, wait, wait. We're not doing the extended versions, right? No. I mean, okay. there's nothing really to note okay. of the, I watched the extended version, but there's nothing really to note. Okay. Nothing All that right. added to the storyline that you missed. Okay. Um, it's also rated PG. I said, um, son of a bitch. Awards? None. It was nominated for a Grammy for its score. That's it. All right. Harry returns to Hogwarts again against his aunt and uncle's wishes, obviously. But they're the least of his problems, as Dobby at House Health. House Health. House Elf. I was going to say House Health. House Health. <laughs> a House Elf visits Harry and frequently tries to deter him from coming back to Hogwarts. He also tries to send him home once he gets there. Harry has warned several times that there is a danger at Hogwarts, and it appears the Chamber of Secrets is real and has been reopened. Who will close it? May I be a know-it-all for a moment? You said the word deter. Is it not deter? Uh, I, guess, <laughs> I guess it could be. I yeah. I always thought it was deter. Um, I thought it was okay. So I thought it was like determined, but then I thought it was like deter. Hold on. To deter. deter. Nope, it's deter. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> to call okay. you to call you out, but. It's deter. That's one of my that's one of my words. Throw it up there with draw and uh, <laughs> what else do I have? Cockroach. Cockroach. Caramel. Well, caramel is said that way. Everybody else is wrong. Yeah. All right. So let's get into our character list. We got our main three: Harry Potter, played by Daniel Radcliffe; Ronald Weasley, played by Rupert Grint; and Hermione Granger, played by Emma Watson. Albus Dumbledore is played by Richard Harris, and I will say this is the last movie we will talk about Richard Harris playing Albus Dumbledore. Do we know what happened? He died. I thought he died recently. No. Richard Harris died before the filming of the third. Really? Yeah. Recently, Robbie Coltrane, Rubius Hagrid, died. I know that. Yeah. Oh my god, you're right, he died in 2002, that's crazy. Yeah, he died right after filming this. Oh my god, so that, that, oh, I didn't know that. Well, now you know. 
I didn't know that. Who's the new one? I don't know. We'll find out next episode. <laughs> That's true. I don't know why I'm jumping the gun here. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so Ruby's Hagrid is played by Robbie Coltrane. Professor McGonagall is play- played by Maggie Smith. Professor Snape is played by Alan Rickman. Uh, Draco Malfoy is played by Thomas Felton. Now we get into some new characters that we've never met before. Lucius Malfoy, Draco's father, is played by Jason Isaacs. Dobby the house elf voiced is voiced by Toby Jones. Ginny Weasley is uh, played by Bonnie Wright. Mr. Weasley is played by Mark Williams. Mrs. Weasley is played by Julie Walters. And Gilderoy Lockhart is played by Kenneth Brana. You're not going to mention um, Modi, Moni Myrtle? I wasn't going to, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why, do you know who she's playing? Is she a vet of some sort? No, I just figured, like, she's a crucial part to the climax. Yeah, no, I didn't. I don't know why I didn't, but. That was that was the only question I had. And then the other one was, uh, did you say who played, um, the fuck is his name? Tom Riddle? Oh, no. He's like a one-time character. He's done after this. Okay. <laughs> All right. So in the hunt to identify what is petrifying the students of Hogwarts, Hermione gets petrified. Petri- wow. Petrified. Petrified. Harry discovered a crumbled up book page in her hand that reveals that the monster is a basilisk and has been moving around the school in the plumbing. Harry makes the connection to Moaning Myrtle, who died 50 years ago when the Chamber of Secrets was opened. This leads them to the girls' bathroom to find the opening to the Chamber of Secrets right under their noses. Also, they out Lockhart as a fraud and make him take this journey with them and accidentally, and he accidentally erases his own memory. Harry gets to the chamber and meets Tom Riddle, who is sucking the life out of Ginny Weasley. Uh, she's, he's entranced her through the diary to do his bidding and reveals that he is a young Voldemort. The basilisk attacks Harry, but Fox the, the phoenix blinds the basilisk and drops off a really cool hat. Chair, Harry is chased and uh, fights the basilisk, putting the sword of Griff or pu- pulling the sword of Godric Gryffindor out of the really cool hat and stabbing the snake in the head. A fang gets stuck in his arm, which he uses to destroy the diary and and Tom. And Ginny is saved. Fox returns to use his tears to save Harry from the snake venom. There were way too many S's in that climax. Okay. Um, they escape from the Chamber of Secrets and Harry is called into Dumbledore's office where Harry is, Harry is met with the Sorting Hat once more who still agrees that he would have done well in Slytherin. Harry doesn't want to believe this and so he has this conversation with Dumbledore and Dumbledore basically tells him, if you want proof of the fact that you don't belong in Slytherin and that you do belong in Gryffindor, take a look at the sword. And that's where we find out that the sword is um, from the founder of the Gryffindor house. Godric. What is it? Godric? Godric Gryffindor. 
Um, so once that's over, we go back into school and there's another big feast. During this time, Dumbledore is back in charge. Everyone is celebrating, but we're waiting a while for somebody. It appears Hagrid's papers took a while to get to Azkaban because they used the Weasley's owl to send them there and back. And this owl is not the most accurate. Once Hagrid arrives, the owl comes through and crashes on the table. Ron looks down and looks up at Dumbledore, who gives him a loving nod. Everyone celebrates that Hagrid is back at Hogwarts with a giant round of applause. Nothing gives you the warm, fuzzy feeling like Hermione entering because she's unpetrified and Hagrid coming back from uh, Azkaban. Ugh. Ugh. I was getting choked up while watching it today. Now, there is a post credit scene. Of course there is. Of course Sorry. there is that I didn't watch. Go ahead, Christina. Tell me what the post credit scene is. It's not it's not that much, but um so the current um teacher of dark arts is Gilderoy Lockhart. Yes, Lockhart. And so Lockhart, because he his memory spell got reversed back on him, he's kind of, he's in a book, his picture's in a book, and you know how pictures are like alive there. So he's in a book with his picture, and he's in a straight jacket, and he's like, who am I? Where am I? Where am I going? And so then it, it's like, it's in a storefront uh, behind glass, and, and then it zooms out. Gotcha. So that's like his new book that he put out about how yes, he's so. such a fraud. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, so what was the IMDb rating? IMDb gave it a 7.4 out of 10. On Metacritic, the Metascore was a 63, and the user score was, um, shit, a 7.6, sorry. The, on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it an 82%, and the audience gave it an 80%. Okay. Uh, mm. <laughs> Okay. Do you want me to read my review? Go ahead. Okay. This is an 8 out of 10. It's actually from this year, October of this year. <clears throat> I'd like to think a concerned parent wrote this review. Okay. I think that I think it is the third time I see this movie. I think. This time, it was with my kids. We had a great time, and even the Baskalisk didn't spoil it with his large fangs. Retrospectively, this movie grows great and doesn't get old. Maybe this is why I thought it is even better this time than the last two times I watched it, every decade or so. Harry's second chapter in Hogwarts gets hardcore, as in the book, this time in death danger. <laughs> and a death danger is upon all the pupils in the school, sorry. Death danger made me laugh. Sorry. I like that this person used the words retrospectively, but also death danger all in the same yeah, review. Yeah, no, this is great. Please. This is, uh, hold on. That wasn't even a good, uh, that one didn't count. All right, well, I already drank. I'm trying to break all of them. The story is well known and also well executed by Chris Columbus and the team. Just watch how many young, 
just watch how many young actors we got from this one and how many fine veterans are also starring in this film. Even for a short period, job well done. Though it is getting darker, it's still okay to watch with your little ones. And though it is the longest of all the movies, you cannot stop watching it and emphasize its charm and magic best of all. Okay. So like I, in my head, I was like, this is a parent who's concerned that people think that Harry Potter can't be watched. And he's like, no, no, it's okay. Yeah. You can watch it with kids. I do. Yeah. That's what I thought about while I read this review. And I was like, okay, this will probably be me as, in, as a parent. Yeah, I think, like, as your children get older, like, I don't think that a young child would really understand this, but... Like, eight, ten? Yeah, they would 1,000% get this. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I have a four to five star review, and this was also written in this year. The second installment in this franchise expanded on its predecessor in every possible way, in my opinion, all of them good. This film is immediately darker in tone, and I enjoyed watching our characters bring a bit more maturity to the screen to solve a sinister puzzle. The CGI improved a surprising amount in one year, and this enabled the film to conceivably expand its world. It shows off magical and impossible creatures throughout, and plays with the wide swooping camera shots which penetrate walls and ceilings. It's also worth noting the Quidditch game looked amazing. The story was a layered and intriguing mystery, intelligently written and well acted by the cast. I will say though, perhaps a bit complex as I myself had to pause to film the film to work out the Tom Riddle Voldemort scenario. I would chalk this confusion up to the film having to condense a whole novel and similar to the first, it is very clear that pivotal and explanatory plot and character points are missing. So, I think that is a great segue into highs and lows. The biggest takeaway from that review, I feel, is I do agree the CGI got so much better. And it's it is basically sh- main high. It is shocking how much better it got. I I specifically want to say the Quidditch game. Yeah, I thought was, you know, looked really cool. Actually, it also looked so bad in the first one. Well, yeah, but there was definitely much more action happening because of the bludger. Yeah, and you also have two main characters now throughout the movie going head to head, and now on the Quidditch field going head to head trying to catch the snitch it's great i feel like this is still a great adventure storyline it continues to introduce pieces of knowledge to us the viewer that we never knew that are as you know going back as a person who's watched the entire series and going back and watching this now They are laying the breadcrumbs for you and you don't even realize they're doing it. Um, The diary, specifically, this is the first time we see Voldemort attach a piece of himself to an inanimate object, which is going to be a main plot point as we continue through the series. (coughs) Poor Crux. (coughs) Correct. Um, 
we learn what Polyjuice Potion is, which we are, we'll see again in movie four. Um, and the biggest thing, then this is such a good little scene. And I don't know if you noticed it rewatching the movies, but when you are watching the beginning of this movie and they're in Diagon Alley and the Malfoys run into the Weasleys and you see Lucius Malfoy pick up Ginny Weasley's book and make a really horrible comment about how it's used and tattered. And then you see him slip the book back into that cauldron. And right behind the book is Tom Riddle's diary. So he literally planted the diary in Ginny Weasley's hand. Is so wild. Did you see that? Harry calls him out. Yes. At the end. Yes, he does. But you watch him do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's great. Absolutely great. Um, I love the Weasleys. I love when you get to meet the Weasleys. Love the I love the car. The car. I forgot how much I love this car. The flying car, the whomping willow. Yeah. Um, the howler. Are you kidding me? The howler is great. The howler is one of the best scenes. I'm really happy that howlers don't exist in the real world because I <laughs> would have one every day. <laughs> Always get yelled at. Um, also, classic line. Follow the spiders. Why can't it be follow the butterflies? <laughs> Classic line. Classic line. Can we panic now? <laughs> Harry. Uh, just so many great, great points to this movie. It still feels very young and innocent of the first one. But you know that it's just like, this is the last like cozy film. And then it's just going to get so dark after this. Yeah. But... Love it. I also, I remember being a young kid watching this movie and the scene where Ron uh, accidentally makes himself throw up slugs. I remember the sound of like the big crowd being like, oh, as he's just like puking up the slugs. Oh, that's nostalgic. Yeah. Th yeah. Those are all the highs I had. Did you have any other highs? I mean, my main thing was the the Quidditch game, the CGI, the over, just the overall quality of special effects. Yeah, in general, the acting I think is still pretty good. I mean, these kids are young and like they, you know, they have a lot of big words and made up words that they have to say. So I, I you know, I like to give credit where credit is due when it comes to that. The only like I think the only major low that I have is, um. Excuse me, your kid is a student at Hogwarts, right, Malfoy? And you were going to use a death spell on, was it Harry? Oh, at the end? Or was it wrong? I can't remember. But it yeah. Was, it was Harry was at gonna, the end with Dobby, right? After he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going to use a death spell. Like, excuse me. You're a parent. Your Mas kid Master has give given Dobby a sock. Dobby is free. I also loved how Dobby knew what really happened, but he knew that it also technically counted. Yeah. Yeah, you he know? did. Yeah, he did. They played the system. They played Malfoy like a fiddle. 
like a fiddle playing the devil went down to Georgia. That's exactly how they played. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, it's like you're, you're a parent and your kid goes here. So it's like, I don't really know many parents who are like totally cool with like offing children. Well, I want to... Sp- I know, I know. You know, I don't want to spoil things if people are watching this for the first time, even though I don't think they're watching it for the first time and they know what happens. Regardless of what happens, you're a parent. Yeah, but like, he's a lowlife. Like, that's the thing. Like, he is just like, he's a bad guy. I don't know. It's crazy. It's just crazy to me. It's like, you're cool with like... It's not even like that. We're not even worried about your kid bullying other kids anymore. It's like you're about to kill another kid that your kid goes to school with. This kid is the same age as your kids. Like, what if this happened to your kid? That's like, I don't know. That level of like pride or angst, whatever it is, it's insane to me. He's just, he's an inhumane person. Like, he is just a fully blown mean person. Like, there is no warmth pumping through his blood. Like, he is just a bad, bad person. Yeah. Snakes uh, are cold-blooded. The only low that I had was that things happen really, really easily in this movie. Like, oh, we notice blood on the wall and Mrs. Norris is petrified. And then the all of a sudden, the whole school shows up to this one spot as if, like, they heard out of somewhere like they got the text message alert and they had to go running to this one spot like it didn't make any sense yeah things just kind of happened i understand why they needed to happen to like get the move the story along so that it wasn't like a super super long movie but like it was this is the longest one i think the unextended version was or, I'm sorry, the extended version was two hours and 46 minutes. Oh, I think what I watched was like two hours and 40 minutes. Okay. So, yeah. You only missed six minutes of extra material. Uh, so, I just, I don't know. It just, things happened too quickly and I was just okay. meh about it. That's okay. All right. What is our snack break? Oh, no. Did you forget to write your snack break? Mm-mm. I said, um, and I caught myself, but I drank anyway. So I had chicken wings last night. Homemade chicken wings. Yeah. Dave made a marinade and I made salad. But then for dessert, I had these, um, you know, my brand Siete, how I love Siete. Mm-hmm. They made uh, they have these Mexican wedding cookies. Ooh, interesting. They're really good. They're like, so it's a it's a hybrid flour of like almond, coconut, tapioca, and arrowroot flours. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like they're up, they're like sweetened with like coconut sugar. Are they like cinnamony? No. Okay. Are they, they're just really sweet? They're, they're like shortbread. They, Resemble shortbread with like a powdered sugar on top is the best way that I could describe them. Okay. That sounds really good. I, I, had... I like them a lot. It's dangerous because I'm like, okay, the serving size is five. I don't, I want these to last in this household. So I will only have five at a time. Love that. 
Yeah. I want to make them last because then I get sad when they're gone. Like I finish it and I go, oh, exactly. I've been there. It's like when you eat the last uh, Christmas cookie and you're like, oh, I had popcorn and then I had dark chocolate covered almonds because I had them from from uh, crafting day. That's right. That's yep. right. I remember that. That was the first time I had Trader Joe's dark chocolate almonds in like years. Did you like them? I did. Oh, I, I, I always remembered liking them. But since we did Whole30, I've been trying very hard not to keep things loaded with milk mm. near me. Um, and then if I have them out, it's like, okay, it's just like this one time. Yeah. But I used to keep like a container of them in my office. Mm. And I had the dark chocolate covered cashews too. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's dangerous. I was looking for the almond butter almonds while I was at Trader Joe's. I didn't see them. I saw the cashew butter cashews, but I didn't get them. Do they have peanut butter peanuts? No. Surprisingly, that's the one thing they don't have. Why would uh, it's probably going to kill somebody if they are allergic to peanuts and walk in the store? I mean, almond butter and cashew butter, I'm sure, is like the same thing. No, some people who have peanut allergies, it's airborne. And the, the smell of peanuts is just so strong that like... I mean, they sell like peanuts and peanut butter, but... I guess I was thinking, like, sometimes when they have the samples out. Yeah, no, they wouldn't sample that. Probably not. Hopefully not. So what is the expectation versus reality? I, okay. So I um, I expected parcel tongue to be brought up so much later. I forgot that it was this close. Yeah. You know, but I also forgot that the spiders are not the villain like the biggest the biggest issue i know that they're a threat but for some reason in my head when i watched the last time i was like i feel like in the movie the spiders were like a big threat and they're really not they're just a threat in that moment you know what i mean yeah and honestly i don't really see the point of the spiders other than like spiders run away from the snake but it it is kind of just like put in there as a red herring and then this weird situation where like Aragog is going to have his kids eat Harry and Ron. It's, I don't know, it seems unnecessarily scary in my opinion. I agree. It didn't, it, it, like the scare didn't match like the justification. Also a great callback to the first movie where you see Harry talking to the boa constrictor. Boa constrictor? The python? The Burmese py python, that's what it was. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I remember them, like, I remember that being the introduction to it. Mm -hmm. I just, for some reason, thought that Parcel Tongue happened in a later movie. Yeah, I think it's interesting that, you know, they bring it up and they even say, you know, it's not normal for wizards to just know that. But Harry being so removed from the wizarding world He's just like, oh, this is just a thing. It's part of my powers, and everyone must be able to do that. And it's like, no, no, no. None. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. I think this is the perfect second movie. It meets the expectations after watching the first movie. 
because it keeps the same formula, but expands upon the knowledge you already learned from the first movie. So I feel like the first two just go so hand in hand perfectly together, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. But also it's because the other ones get very dark very quickly too. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. The ep- episode three. Movie three is going to be a completely different ballpark. Yeah. I remember being legitimately, um, oh my God. It's almost like, um, you just said, um, before you took the drink. Oh, completely unaware. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I knew this would happen. Think, Christina. Think before you speak. I remember being legitimately scared when Prisoner of Azkaban came out. And I was like, oh, my God, this is I'm so scared. My anxiety. I have anxiety. It is scary. It's also like the tone of it is very dark. I don't know why I said tone like that. And it's also shocking how much older they are. Like, there's a definite difference between them in the first movie and them in the second movie. But then you see them in the third movie and you're like, oh, we're, like, in preteen teen status now. Yeah. I think they started this when they were, like, 10. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely a big difference. I agree. Hello, Dave. Hello. Hi, Dave. Hello. Um, What is Uh, your IRL moment? We both did it. You have to drink. I'm out of wine. Sorry. I'm all out of wine. I'm, I'm so lost without, without you. <laughs> Good job. Sorry. Right here. IRL? IRL. All right. I got to give it to Ron again. My, my, me and my boy Ron are on the same page all the time. I also don't want to deal with spiders. Yeah. You know? And so, can we panic now? Yes, Ron. If you're with me, first of all, Ron, spiders are no spiders. If you're with me, you can panic whenever you want. Hell yeah. (laughs) Panicking is just a a Tuesday ritual at this point. (laughs) What time? What's the Tuesday time that we're panicking? Time is yes. Time is yet any time on Tuesday. (laughs) Half past now. Um, I, well, I said, um, and I don't have any more, more wine. Uh, I drank for you. Thank you. I was watching this movie and Nicholas decided to tell me that I was Dobby and I was. (laughs) Why? Excuse me. Excuse me. And apparently I'm overdramatic and feel guilty all of the time. So I'm Dobby. Oh, then I must be Dobby too. We're a couple of Dobbies. You know what? We're all Dobby sometimes. And then we get a sock and we feel free. <laughs> For a moment. Well, until, no, well, Dob- after this, Dobby is free. I know. We only feel free for a moment is what I'm saying. And then we just go back to like the. The, the being dram- overly dramatic and feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he called me Dobby and I, you know what? I'm not mad about it. Dobby's a great character. You'll wear that crown proudly. I love I, I love Dobby. Excellent comedic relief. His lines are also like they stay with you. They do. 
Yeah. Something else happened in this movie. Oh, fuck. I didn't write it. I don't think I wrote it in my phone either. Mm, maybe that'll be a quick fixes. It was just something the way it was said. And I forgot. I was like, oh, I forgot that this line came from this movie. Hagrid saying the bludger had been tampered with because that uh, that got me. No, I'm going to have to look it up. All right. I'm going to have to go back. Noodle, I'll go back. Noodle on it and get back to us. I will. I won't. I won't keep you all here until I try to do that because now I'm about three quarters of the way done with this beer because of all my ums. There you go. <laughs> and I and a couple of sips on my own. All right, so I think that's that's everything we have to talk about, Harry Potter and that's, the Chamber of Secrets. That is all, folks. 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 Now you can't, ever since deter, you can't figure out how to say things. Folks. Folks. Like your porky pig. That's all, folks. All, folks. Yeah. So it's folks. Not folks. Not folks. 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 Unless you're from Philly, and then it's folks. All right, that's all, folks. Oh my gosh. It's very good. I'm sorry. That was a very good accent. I'll give you that. Thank you. I lived there for four years. Thank you. <laughs> they don't think so. But I know so. So it is what it is. All right. And you want me to close this out? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So... We're doing Harry Potter 3 next week, and then we have Danielle's birthday episode. We're all very excited. Big Fat Greek Wedding, OG, original. Yeah. If you want to write reviews in for those, you can DM us on Hey It's Two Girls. You can DM me at Classic Cena. You can DM Danielle at Danielle Kobianki. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Um, email two girls watch TV at gmail.com to a spell dot TWO and the YouTube channel is two girls drink beer. And when the beer channel comes back, I may save one of these for it because I think you might like this one. Okay. I vetted it for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, everyone enjoy the rest of your weekends and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.